0: Welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast, where you'll learn how to structure terms and use various creative financing strategies to create profitable deals for short and long-term wealth. Whether you're a buy-and-hold investor, wholesaler, or flipper, learning creative financing will help you do more deals and unlock profits that you may not even know existed. On the Creative Financing Podcast, we break down actual deals we and our guests are doing and simplify the methods and terms used to execute these strategies. Now, let's dive in and create some terms.
1: and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Gallegos, and I'm here with...
2: Jeff Rappaport.
1: And today we're going to be talking about how to use a financial calculator. And I am not the best at this, um, but Jeff is very good, and he's going to walk us through um, a couple... uh, We got a couple samples there.
2: Yeah, I got a couple of uh, very, very simple, but to be honest... I, I'm not an expert at a financial calculator, and I have a business degree, but this is all I use my financial calculator for. So literally, I'm going to teach you almost everything that I know.
1: Okay, great. <laughs> and if you guys are looking to do these deals and set up creative financing, you're going to need to know how to use a financial calculator. Um, because I think one of the things you do, Jeff, is you kind of factor in um, you know, cash flow or profit for the investor you're selling to, right? And I guess the way I understand it, kind of the way you craft offers is you work backwards and uh, you just start adding these things up and then you know what you need to get the property for.
2: So as a wholesaler, we certainly better calculate a profit for our end buyer or else why will the, <laughs> our end buyer want to <laughs> buy? Yeah. But even if it were for me or as something that you wanted to buy and hold, I mean, you, you should pull out what, the amount of cash flow you're looking for, the ROI, the return on investment that you're looking for. Otherwise, why would you want to buy it? Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay, so let's dive in. Sample number one. All right, so we're gonna take it from the top, wherever. We're gonna
2: go over two different kinds of examples. So one, most of you are gonna say, wow, that's really elementary. And I get it, but I would just want to be sure everyone understands how to do it. Um, We're going to go through how to calculate an interest-only payment and how to do an amortized payment. So, uh, taking a a loan amount, figuring out what a payment would be over the course of some time at a particular interest rate. Okay. Okay? So, let's start with just an interest-only payment. And let, Let me tell you, so I use an HP 10B number two. And that's my preferred calculator. Any financial calculator will work. You can actually even get an app, or you can get uh, you can use stuff online. Uh,
1: yeah, so you can get the 10 IIs? Is that, yeah, that that's just, what I have. So you can get that in an app now. Yeah, and uh, I think on the app store it's a couple bucks or something.
2: And I think these are. I think you can buy it for twenty-ish dollars, twenty twenty-five dollars, something like calculator, that. Calculator, correct. Yeah.
1: And the app I use, I think it's called Oh Easy Calculators, and I think it, it's a free app. Um, I don't know that it does everything the 10 uh, BII does, but uh, it has a time value of money calculator.
2: Really, that's what you're looking for, is you are looking for the – it's typically the very top line on the calculator, and we'll, we'll go through those. But right now, we're just going to do interest only. Um You can use any calculator. You can use it online. I personally, I'm old school. I like to have my calculator handy. I've got it sitting right in front of me. So let's take uh, an example. And this is very simple. But let's say that you're looking at buying a property for $400,000. And you agree to give that seller $25,000 down.
1: So 400000 you agree to give them a down payment of 25000 Yeah.
2: So we have a principal balance of how much, Jonathan?
1: 375000
2: Yeah. That's what's left over. That's the amount that we're actually looking for the seller to finance. So we're not taking 400000 We are taking what's left after, after down a down payment. payment okay. Correct. So let's be clear on that. Yeah. And now and let's say that we – go ahead. Sorry.
1: If you guys have a calculator handy, financial calculator, something on your phone, um, or if you just want to download, if you want to pause this episode and download an easy calculator or whatever, um, it would be really good for you to pull out your calculator right now and try to run through this uh, as Jeff goes over this. That's what I'm doing right now. So I, I just wanted to put that out there.
2: Okay. So we're now going to take 375000 and now let's say we're offering the seller a 4% loan. So right now interest rates are maybe four and a half, somewhere around there. Four percent is on the low side, but it's something that I offer frequently. Okay. So interest only. So there, none of the payment that you will be making will actually go toward reducing the The principal principal balance. So what that means is that doesn't matter what the term is. The term could be six months or it could be thirty years. At the end of the term, you still the principal balance three hundred and seventy five thousand. Correct. 000. It will not pay down. Right. Okay. It's so interest only. Okay. Let's take three hundred and seventy five thousand times. There's no financial calculations here. It's very. It's a multiplication kind of deal.
1: Okay.
2: Times point zero four. That would be four percent. What okay. does that equal, Jonathan? Wait one second. Okay. I,
1: I had to pull up my other calculator. Okay.
2: Uh, Three hundred and seventy-five thousand times .04
1: .04 equals
2: fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand. Okay, so that's that's the year amount. So let's divide that by twelve. Yep. Twelve
1: hundred and fifty. Yep, that is correct. Okay, so
2: that would be your interest only payments on a three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollar. Principal balance. At 4%. At 4%. Annualized. Very easy, right? Very easy. Okay. Do you think we have to do another example or do you think that interest only is uh, we're good?
1: Uh, I I don't think I need (laughs) one. No. Yeah, that's pretty. So whatever the… Well, um, let's do one more. Okay. Let's do one more. Yeah, I'm just going to simplify. I just say times your principal balance, whatever that might be, by whatever interest you're paying out. Correct. And then you divide that by 12 for a monthly payment. That is right.
2: But let's let's just take… Yeah, let's say we have a $100,000 property and we're offering no down payment.
1: No down payment, 100000 so that's the principal.
2: But we're willing to pay 10%.
1: Okay, so we times that by 0. 0.1. So annually, we'll pay $10,000. Right,
2: so it would be 100000 000 times 0. 0.10.
1: Yep, 0. 0.10.
2: Okay, divided by 12.
1: 12. And that's $833 a month and 33 cents. So eight hundred thirty three thirty three. 33 Okay. So that would so, be your monthly payment. So
2: let me ask you a question. Based on that, in three years, how much do you still owe the seller?
1: So if we were to add that up, so 10000 oh, How much three do you years, still owe? If it's interest only, you're yeah. still going to owe $100,000. Okay.
2: I just want to be clear that... The, the principal balance does not get paid down on an interest-only interest only. payment. Okay. okay. All right. So that's simple. Let's talk about, and we'll do two examples, and um, we'll talk about some of the alternatives that you, you can change some of this stuff. So typically, there are a number of different um, variables that you need to, to know. So on the financial calculator, at the very top line of the HP, you have from left to right, you have what's called N, which would be the number of months. So it's the term. However, it's always converted to months. So if you were looking at amortizing something over 30 years, which is yeah. When you go get a conventional loan from a bank, you usually have choices of 15 years or 30, 30 years. years. Yeah. Okay? So, that, what that means is it's amortized over 30 years or 15 years. Right. So, 30 years would be 360. 30 times 12 months would be 360 months. You always put in the months. Okay. 15 years would be 180. Okay. If I did 10 years, it would be 120. Okay. Okay. Are, are we getting that we're, we're converting to months so for the term? years to months. So, when you enter in for N, you are always going to enter in the term in months amount. Okay? Okay. Okay. Then the next one you have is I slash YR, which is your interest rate. So, if we're paying 4%, you would put 4 and hit that um that button, that would enter it into the calculation. Okay, 3.5, 3.25, whatever it is, you're going to enter it in as a straight number. Not You're not converting it like we did with the into, interest only. Yeah, you're
1: not converting it into a decimal because Correct. A, it, it already converts it to a That's percentage.
2: That's right. It will do it for you. Okay, then the next button is PV. PV stands for present, present value. value. So, present value is is what is the loan amount that you are starting with? So, if you remember in our first example, we were buying a house for $400,000. We were putting down $25,000. That left us with a principal balance of $375. Mm -hmm. That would be our present value, the loan amount. Okay. Okay. Then we have two more buttons PMT, that is payment that will be the monthly payment that it will that someone is going to be paying and now keep in mind when we're amortizing this isn't interest only so a portion of the payment is going toward interest and a portion of the payment is going toward principal right so the principal balance amortizing. is paying down each month and actually the way it works is it starts off slow yeah. so the more money goes toward interest the but as the loan starts getting longer and longer, more money is going toward principal. Yeah. Just like a conventional loan that you would get yeah. through the bank.
1: Conventional mortgage.
2: Right. Okay, and then the last button is future value. So we want to know, after making a certain amount of payments, what is now due? So let's say that we either have a balloon payment, so, we have a balloon payment in 36 months. We'd want to know what the balance will be after making those payments for the last 36 months, what will now be owed. Or we would just want to pay off this loan. Maybe we have a 10-year loan. We're seven years into it. Um, we would now look at what would be the payoff after 84 months. Seven years times 12 months of payments. is term. Okay? Okay. So brief description. Now let's run through some examples and you know, all it is is really just entering in the right numbers. Okay. So if that was complicated, the actual part in putting in the calculator is really simple. Okay. So let's take an example. Let's say that we have a property that let's say it's worth 380 and we're putting $30,000 down.
1: So, there would be a present value of 350. Correct.
2: So, let's put 350,000 into our calculator and hit present value. Okay. Let's offer 5% interest. So, just hit 5 and hit I slash YR. Okay. We're going to amortize this over. A thirty year term now, keep in mind you have to convert that we're, we're going to convert months. it to months, but keep in mind that to amortize something over thirty years doesn't mean that we're asking the seller to go for thirty years. We're basing our payments on a thirty year term amortized loan correct, yeah. so let's enter in three hundred and sixty, which is thirty times twelve as n. Okay. okay, so the way that the financial calculator works is when we op- when we add in three variables, we can now solve for a fourth. Okay, so we've added in the term, the interest rate, and the present value. Now okay. we want to solve for the payment. Okay. So hit payment. Payment. What did you get?
1: I got 1,878.88.
2: That is correct. And it always shows up as a negative because that money is outgo. Yeah. Okay. So, can you see how it's fairly easy to start playing around with numbers? And the nice thing about a financial calculator is let's say that. I'm, I'm just playing with numbers. I'm trying to see where, you know, what numbers would make sense interest rate wise. Let's say that this payment's too high for whatever reason. I, I, it's not creating enough cash flow for me. Uh, I can't leave enough on the table for another wholesaler. So all you do is, let's say, well, what if we went in at four and a half percent? So you type in, you don't clear it out. You leave everything the same. 4.5 enter it in as interest, and now again, solve for payment. What did you get?
1: I got $1,773.40.
2: That's correct. So we could keep doing this. Let's say, well, that's still too high. Let's solve for 4% interest. Yeah,
1: and just to clarify, you're trying to uh, create some cash flow for our end buyer. Is that correct?
2: We're, We're trying to figure out a payment with an interest rate that works for whatever... It is that you're trying to make it work. So okay, so it, if you're just
1: looking to rent, like okay, that property wouldn't rent out for say eighteen hundred a month. Maybe it'll rent out for sixteen hundred a month. So what interest rate will work?
2: That's certainly a way of looking at it. Um, if it was a cash flow property, maybe we've got to make sure that the the money coming in for rents. Is, is more enough. than enough to cover what's going out and
1: and create some cash flow. That's right. So if we can rent, say, say an example there, if we can rent the property at say twenty four hundred dollars a month, um, we factor in uh, whatever cash flow we're looking to give to our end buyer. If we're going to wholesale this, or or hold it, yeah. If you're going to hold it, or hold it, yeah.
2: Now keep in mind that when we're figuring out the payment, it is a principal and interest payment. There's typically uh, yes. Taxes and insurance that have to get added on any other expense that may be paid. That's not necessarily your cash flow, okay. but it's a good place to start. Okay. So let's say that we want to solve for four percent. So we just add in four, hit interest rate again, solve for payment. Payment. 16, 70, 95. 95, Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. So now I think we're getting an idea of how to enter in three var- variables. The three easiest are term, yep. term, interest, interest rate, rate present, present value, and we solve for payment. Yeah. Okay, so let's go back. Let's enter back in the 5%, so our original amount, solve for payments, back to 1878.88. Right. Okay? Okay. Let's say that we have a three-year balloon. Okay. Now we want to solve for future what would value. be the future value of... When this loan comes due. Okay. Okay? So, what we're going to do is enter in. Again, don't change anything in the calculator. Okay. 36. Why would it be 36?
1: Because that's three years.
2: That's right. So, remember, terms always in months. Enter in as N. Okay. Now, solve for FV, future value.
1: 36. Future value. Okay, I got... um, Three hundred thirty-three thousand seven
2: hundred two and forty-one cents. Well, and for some reason, calculators may be not exact. Um, I got three thirty three seven oh two point five eight. So <laughs> okay. uh so for whatever reason, yours may not be exact, but it's close enough, right? Okay. Um, to be honest, if I had made this offer, I would I would tell them the balloon payment was without whatever dollars or without sense. any sense. So So 333,702. 700. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Let's do another example because it doesn't matter what the the amounts are. Okay. They're all figured out the same way. So, so when you want to start over, you've got to clear out everything, everything in your financial calculator. So hit the all clear so, button. So yeah, so what you're going to do is you hit the in on this calculator it's the the orange button and then clear all and now it'll all be cleared from yeah. the register now
1: my calculator i just hit reset and it okay clears all the fields okay
2: okay so now here's a big one and we're gonna play around with some different things on this one let's say that we have uh, an apartment building that we're trying to buy and the price is one million six hundred and fifty thousand dollars is the purchase price And we're putting $200,000 down.
1: So 1 million for present value, 1,450,000. That is correct. So 1.65
2: minus 200,000 gives us our present value. Okay. So the term, remember when I talked about that just because you're offering a 30 year term doesn't mean that that's what you're asking the seller to wait for their money.
1: We're just amortizing it over a 30 year period.
2: So, we can change that to anything that we want. So, if you drag it out longer, your payments are going to be less. less. However, less money is going to go towards Towards principal, principal. so it's going to pay down less. Exactly. If we did like a 15-year mortgage or an amortization, sorry, 15-year amortization, the payment's going to be higher. However, more is going to go toward principal and... Pay down. Correct. Yeah. So... That may be a way for you to structure different interest rates too. You might be able to, someone that's stuck on interest, you may say, all right, I can give you the five or 6% that you want, but I'm going to, I'm going to amortize amortize it over 40 years years. or 50 years. Yeah. Or, yeah, um, interest rates not that important. So, uh, if I can keep your interest rate down to two and a half or 3%, Maybe I'll amortize it over 15 years. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. So let's take this example. 1.45 million present value. Okay. Let's do 3.5% just so that you get used to that you can put in anything as the interest rate.
1: Okay.
2: And we're going to amortize this over 40 years, which is not totally uncommon as you get into more commercial multifamily Type stuff. So, what would forty years be in terms of months? Uh, Four hundred and eighty. So, forty times twelve. Okay. Four hundred and eighty. Add in as n, and now solve for payment.
1: So, four eighty. Then payment. I got five thousand six hundred seventeen seventeen.
2: So, think about this for a second. On a one point four five million dollar loan. And you just added ten years to the amortization, you three and a half percent certainly a good rate. But your payments only fifty six hundred dollars. I mean what? that's pretty low for for that. Okay. Let's before we figure out the balloon, let's just try something. Let's just enter in five percent, still at forty years, just add in five as interest rate, and solve for payment again. Look how much it jumps.
1: Yeah, 699185.
2: Now, let's convert instead of 40 years, let's make it 30 years. So, 30 years would be 360 n. We're leaving everything else the same, payment.
1: 778390.
2: So, almost a $2100 difference yeah. between a 5% and a 40-year uh, or I'm sorry, 3.5% 40-year amortization compared to a 30-year 5%. The difference is tremendous on um, yeah. this kind of principal balance.
1: Yeah, that's over $2,000 a month Right difference. That's right. Just by playing with uh, the interest rate and how long it's amortized. That's
2: right. Now, I don't know that you can get this payment. This <clears> property may not be free and clear. It may have underlying mortgages that are more than $5,600. So there would be no advantage to offer a seller that. That's why you need to know your facts. Okay. But I just wanted to point out how you can kind of play with calculations.
1: To bring payment down or up based Correct. on what the seller needs or what payment you need to make in order to create some cash flow.
2: That's right. So let's go back and enter in the 3.5% and the 480. So back to our original 3.5% 40-year term. Yeah. And the payment is five thousand six hundred and seventeen dollars and seventeen cents. Okay. Now let's figure out the balloon payment. Okay. So let's say that we have a six-year balloon. Six years would be what would we enter in for n?
1: So we would enter um, seventy-two. Yeah, I'm sorry. Seventy-two
2: as n. Six times twelve. Solve for FV, future value. So. What we came up with was one million three hundred and thirty eight thousand nine hundred and seventy five dollars and nineteen cents. So after making payments of five thousand six hundred and seventeen dollars every month for the last six years, you now still owe on this property one point three three eight nine seven five. So if you think about it, we we made we drew out this payment for an extra 10 years than what's kind of more traditional. But if you look at it, we, we owed 1.45 to begin with, right? After our down payment. Okay. So we're only getting maybe a hundred thousand dollars or so, maybe a little bit more in principal pay down over the course of six years. So let's do a quick calculation just, just for fun. Okay. Let's see. We're paying $5,617 a month. So let's see how much money we're paying over the course of six years. So 5617 times 72 months. $5,617
1: 56, 17 times 72 months? Yep. It's uh, four hundred four thousand four.
2: 24. So you're paying $404,000 in payments over the course of six years. But only hundred are is going toward... Principal
1: payday. Correct.
2: All okay. the rest is going toward what?
1: Towards interest.
2: That's right. So even though we have a really good interest rate, because we dragged it out another 10 years, not a lot is going toward principal. Right. I bring this up not because there's a right way or a wrong way... It can be structured in any number of ways. But usually when you get something, you potentially give something up if you're changing things. So, uh, yes, we have a good interest rate. It's pretty low. However, because the, the term is longer, we're amortizing it over a longer period, less is going toward principal. Right. So just out of curiosity... Let's just figure out what this would be on a 30-year. Okay, so 1.45 is our present value. 3.5 is our interest rate. 360 is now our N. What's your payment that you came up with?
1: 360, hold on. Okay, so present value, 1450000 Mm-hmm. What, the interest rate is three and a half. Three and a half, okay.
2: Just period, amortized over 30 years.
1: So payment would be...
2: Actually, the payment should be higher because we've got less time that we're amortizing it. So 1,450,000 present value, 3.5% interest, 360N or term, payment is 6511. Okay, I did and some some change.
1: Okay, so interest rate three point five. Periods three sixty. Yeah, six thousand
2: five hundred and eleven. Yes. Okay, so now let's times that by seventy-two. That will be the amount of payments that uh that we will make over the course of this loan.
1: So seventy-two times six thousand five eleven.
2: So what'd you get? Four sixty eight four seven ninety two? Yep. Okay, so um, we're paying more, right? Because the other one was 404000 But let's now figure out the, the future value. So what would be the balloon amount based on amortizing it over 30 years as opposed to 40 years? So we're, we're, I don't want to confuse everyone here, but let's go back, enter in 1.45 as present value, value 3.5 as your interest rate. 30-year term, so 360 is your N. Yep. Solve for payment. That is 6511, right? Yep. Now enter in 72. For period. Or for for N, N. For N, yep. And solve for future value.
1: Future value. 1,267,466. That's right.
2: So just so you understand the difference between the two... So if we just minus the two, so the balloon for the, the 40 year was 1,338,975. The balloon for the, the was for the 40 year. For the 30 year is $1,267,466. hundred and sixty-seven four sixty-six. There is a difference of seventy-one thousand five hundred and nine dollars. In principle. That's right. So you've gained that much in equity over the six years. Doing it as a thirty year as, as opposed, opposed to, to a forty year. Okay. However, you paid more because you were only paying fifty six hundred dollars on the forty year. Yeah. So your payment went up by Correct. another thousand dollars. Uh probably like nine hundred. So if you look at nine hundred times seventy-two, you're you're actually paying sixty almost sixty-five thousand dollars more on the on the forty year. Um as opposed or, um, as, on the 30 year as on the 30 year you're paying more as opposed to the 40 year so right it's really a difference of maybe six thousand seven thousand over, um, dollars over six years but really what the the reason i want you to look at this is that so i want you to understand how it can change pretty dramatically the, by by changing a variable
1: in, yeah interest rate or by changing that, that uh, amortization, amortization schedule. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, so last thing that I'll tell you about, and we're not going to go over, but so you could do it on the calculator. You, you, probably easier to just do online as an online calculator. But if you wanted to figure out the actual amortization schedule, so you're seeing how much money is going toward interest and, and principal each every month, month yeah. up to a certain amount of time. So literally you would just do what we did and we'd solve for, um, for the balloon payment. Mm-hmm. So the future value at some point in the future. Now you just want to do, you'd print it. So you would see the whole history from payment number one All the way through payment number 72. Right. So now you can, you know, if you for tax purposes, you wanted to calculate all of your interest that you've paid, whatever it may be, you could print out that whole schedule. And you can do it for all, you know, 30 or 40 years if you wanted. Right. But just so you have that, it's something that you can see. So I hope I didn't confuse people. I know that we're back and forth with (laughs) some different examples, but really the... If you if you understand three variables, you can pl- you can yeah you have you to know three the three variables
1: and and if you guys uh, just go back and listen to this episode and punch those numbers into your calculator exactly how Jeff explained when he does it, so that that this would be a good exercise um, for people to learn how to use a financial calculator if they just use those examples and go over like I was sitting here with you, I have my calculator out punching those values in as we go through this this uh, formula and so. if you
2: if, if I if we lost you at any point in time don't worry about it go to YouTube and say amortization you to how to figure out calculator. yeah how to use a financial calculator how to figure out an amortization schedule yeah uh, something to that effect there'll be plenty of quick little videos that you can watch but this is like financial calculator calculations 101 Yeah. And Really, you don't need a whole lot more than what I just went through. So, right. if you can get a grasp on this, you're probably all right. Awesome,
1: cool. Well, that uh, that was helpful for me. Good. Um, and uh, I- I'm not proficient on a financial calculator in any kind of way. Yes. <laughs> so, so it's good for me to to run through this. And uh, the calculator I was using um, is just Easy Calculators, an app I downloaded on my iPhone. Um, they have they even have a loan calculator in there that uh, you can look up amortization schedule right here. So sure. I just put loan amount uh, 1.45 million interest rate uh, 3.5 and then uh, terms 36 or 360 months and then uh, shows you your monthly payment, total payments, total interest, annual payment and then you can uh, hit the amortization schedule and it pulls that up right there per month. In real time. Yep. So,
2: and I would tell you use your whether it's your phone or your computer for that. A uh, little more difficult to print it out through the. You can on the financial calculator. I just I've never learned how to do it. I just do it on the computer. Yeah.
1: Cool. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff, for running running through uh, how to use a financial calculator with us. Again, guys, this is a tool you will need to know if you're looking to structure these deals. Um, because you got to know like what you can offer in interest and, um, and if you're, you know, if, if someone's, um, particular on a payment, then you got to need, you need to know what kind of interest rate you can give them or, or amortize it over, you know, a certain amount of years, um, like you said, you can go longer if you want to lower that payment, or go shorter if you if you can raise that payment. And then also you got to factor in what your principal paydown is going to be, and realize the longer you amortize it out, um, the smaller the principal paydown is going to be at the beginning.
2: Well, part of what you're trying to do is identify what's really important to you or your potential end buyer. Yeah, is it going to be cash flow now? Is it going to be principal paydown? Is it a combination thereof? And really what you do is you get proficient in how to do these simple calculations because they really are simple and right. it's really not difficult. And you play around with some numbers until you get comfortable. And then all of a sudden there's, uh, you're starting to get a real feel for where you need to be so that you can make these all work.
1: Awesome. Love it. All right, guys. Thanks. Thank you, Jeff, for running through that. Um, hope this is helpful and beneficial to you guys. Uh, stay tuned to our next episode. Um, I think we're going to be going over some, some benefits. and What are the
2: benefits and drawbacks to a seller to do creative financing with you? And what are the benefits to you and or your buyer?
1: Okay, so benefits and drawbacks for each, um, each of the creative financing strategies that we discussed in the last episode. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Creative Financing Podcast. We need your feedback to continue to bring you the best strategies in creative financing. So please subscribe, rate, and review this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We greatly appreciate your ear and please pass this on. Until next time, create some terms. This show offers general information on creative financing strategies and real estate investments. Nothing contained herein should be considered personal, legal, or financial advice. Every state has individual laws governing the use and type of documents used to execute strategies discussed herein. You should consult with a local licensed real estate broker and attorney before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed and opinions of the guests are their own. Profits are not guaranteed and there's always inherent risk in real estate investing.